Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tamatonga. All right, folks, it's a special Wednesday afternoon edition of Tamas island i am your co-host as always the folk city hustler the culture vulture the dirtbag disruptor the thane of fife the shy beetle i'm your huckleberry i'm your certified lover boy i'm whatever you need me to be this week but mostly i'm your co-host here on thomas island i'm joined as always by john john how are you this evening i'm doing great afternoon yeah, I'm on. That's 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 where my brain's at after a day of uh, New Japan coverage. But we're gonna be taking a little break here on Thomas Island. The past few weeks, we have been spinning our wheels trying to figure out what the hell is going on with Bullet Club, what the hell is going on with the New Japan Cup. It's been a lot of wild speculation. We're gonna bring it back down to earth. We're gonna take a nice little break, and we're gonna hang out on Thomas Island with the one, the only, the world-famous CB. CB, how are you on this fine Wednesday afternoon? There, I got it this time. <laughs> I'm doing fantastic, guys. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. We're happy to have you here, uh, especially since we, we had a long-ass episode yesterday of Thomas Island. We talked real oh. long. We, we went 90 minutes of just, this is not going to be as long as that, but we are. We definitely have one elephant in the room that we did mm-hmm. not address last uh, last episode of Thomas Island, and we wanted to bring you on here to kind of talk about it uh, okay. because you, you have a unique perspective on this because, you see, last week it was announced that Tony Khan has purchased Ring of Honor. It, it sounds like he is going to still run it as a, a promotion, whether it's a separate promotion, whether it's developmental, is still kind of up in the air, but it, it does sound like Tony Khan is going to be the guy running Ring of Honor. This, of course, comes after last December when Sinclair Broadcasting announced that Ring of Honor was going to be going on hiatus after December's final battle pay-per-view. Y'all are supposed to come back on April 1st, I believe, for, for Super Card of Honor. And, and CB, you are, you're a Ring of Honor wrestler. You've been a, a, a long time, a long time uh, uh, wrestler of honor, let's put it that way. And um, and so what? let's let's start at the beginning, because it's a very good place to start. How did you learn sure. about the, uh, first, the hiatus of, of, of Ring of Honor and, and how everything was wrapping up with Final Battle? Yeah, it was, uh, it was weird. We were going into our last TV tapings of the year, mm-hmm. and we we usually have a Zoom meeting beforehand with the uh, usually the just the people who are going to be on the tapings, uh, and they'll explain to us like, all right, we'll go over the rules because we're still doing the quarantine bubble. They'll explain the rules of the bubble, what changed, what what's new, um, what's different. Um, we'll just kind of just ask if anyone has any questions about the taping and all the process. 
Um, but in this Zoom, everybody on the entire roster was there. And that included like the people who were stuck overseas, like all the European talent, all the Australian talent, which they hadn't been on Zoom since like COVID first hit like a year before that. So when okay. we saw everyone was on Zoom, we were like, oh, this is like weird. Like, what's I was going to say, yeah, your, your guard's up already. Like, wait yeah. a minute. Even the UK guys are here. Yeah. Um, so we, we did the we did the call and then uh, we, we talked about the bubble. And then uh, mm-hmm. they, they the people from the office were like, hey, can people who aren't under contract on this call, like, get off and just the contract that people stay on? So when that happened, everyone, now everyone's kind of like looking at each other like, all right, something's like up. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, yeah, they just told us like uh, just straight out, like, "Hey, we're uh, taking a hiatus." Like, uh, I guess from my the way I took it was that they had the budget meeting with the Sinclair higher ups, and okay. I my assumption is that they looked at the budget and all the money that was being spent on that was being burnt during COVID, still paying mm-hmm. people their salaries, still um, you know providing a hotel for us for the quarantine bubble, all the testing. Like people, I, I don't think like people as in like like fans don't understand like how much like money that costs the mm-hmm. put us up in that bubble like the hotel for a week the testing was super expensive uh keeping us like away from each other just you know mm-hmm. we we were like the only wrestling company that didn't have a big covid outbreak so you know it was worth it um but at, i assume sinclair was just like hey we're spending all this money and we're not getting anything back we're not doing shows with fans really uh so mm-hmm. like let's pump the brakes let's reset and let's like kind of come back and figure this stuff out and i think that just eventually evolved to like well hey, there's an offer on the table to like sell the company. So, you know, let's just like kind of wash your hands of it. I don't know if yeah. that's the case, but that's the way I took it. No, yeah. And it, it does kind of, I, I even have speculated on this very podcast a number of times that like the way Joe Coff was talking about AEW ahead of the hiatus was not a competitive vibe. He was very much, he was very much like yeah. they recognized a, a spot in the market that we maybe not, we could have taken i think better advantage of was his his exact words but it it very much it sounded like someone who if if hadn't already talked to to tony khan about maybe having some kind of deal had at least it felt it definitely felt like he was it felt like he was open to it from from the very early on but what was your uh what was your reaction when you heard that tony khan was the the owner and the 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 new the new honcho over there at, at ring of honor uh, it was interesting. I was at, uh, it was uh, last week, I believe, was the announcement, correct? Uh, yeah, it's, I think yeah, so. Everything's blurring together in this weird, oh, yeah, yeah, wild yeah, yeah, yeah. world yeah, of wrestling. wrestling. We've got... <laughs> the the wrestling world's on fire, CB. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. Um... Everything's going so fast. But yeah, I was at, uh, like, training on, like, uh, like that Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like, you know, they announced that beginning of Dynamite. We were, like, about two hours in the training. And, like, I was like, I was like, I'm just not, like, I'm not going to pay attention to my phone. I heard rumors about it. Um mm-hmm like leading up to that, like, uh, like that, that day. And even like, there's like a couple of rumors in the news, but someone had told me like that day, like, Hey, there's like something might be happening. Hello, Thomas Island listeners. Apologies for the brief intermission. There was a technical hiccup while recording this interview. So we now pick back up after I've realized that our co-host John has lost power. We are back live. Bad news, everyone. John just lost power. So we've, we've lost John. But the uh, the podcast, the episode will go on. So cheeseburger, let's get back to it. We were talking about the fact that you were already kind of uh, planning for this hiatus when uh, when when the Ring of Honor news broke. And ha- let's let's start with the the dojo. How has training wrestlers kind of changed the way you like look at the wrestling, not just you know wrestling in general, but the business side of it, all of it? Because now you're you know now now you're you're not just thinking about yourself. You're planting seeds in, in kids that are gonna you know, grow into trees. So what, what's the, what, what has kind of changed for you now that you're in that trainer role and mindset? Um, like 
especially with the what one with like when COVID hit and then like everything was locked down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also like with the ROH hiatus, like with the hiatus, uh, the dojo has just been kind of like uh, therapy in a way where it's just like being mm-hmm. sane. It's just like, you know, I have a place to go, like, you know, whether it's like I'm there teaching class my students or if I'm just there alone, like working out, like a place to just kind of like gather my thoughts and just kind of like, uh, and the dojo allows me to kind of like put that creativity into something like positive, um, okay. whether it's like coming up with drills for the students or like coming up with different ways to teach them, different things to show them. Or in, in um, the last few months with the ROH hiatus, uh, I've been focusing on uh, expanding the dojo. I've been focusing mm-hmm. on like building up our YouTube channel. We're starting to do um, some uh, uh, matches on there. Uh, I want to okay. do another live stream with the dojo as well. We've gotten like new students. I've been focusing on getting them ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, it's been, it's been great just being able to like really dial in my focus over the last like two, three months uh, with the dojo instead of being like, uh, because especially with the ROH like tapings during COVID, it'd be like, mm-hmm. I would be away from the school for like, uh, like a, a whole week at a time, you know, and school would like, uh, school would be like shut down because myself and Sumi would be both uh, at the ROH bubble. So we wouldn't have anyone to teach class. So it's been good just being able to like really focus on that and like kind of get back to like expanding the dojo and then making that the best it can be. But it's been, it's been great. And uh, I got some really good kids there. Uh, a lot of them are progressing really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, the future is going to be really bright. And I think people are going to see the worldwide like wrestling dojo as one of those like top premier schools in, uh, in America. Very cool. Throw throw some names out there so people know what they the some of the the dojo, the dojo uh, 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 young yeah. lions that are going to be kind of coming their way. What are their <laughs> what what are what are some some students that are kind of popping out to you right now as you're getting through? Well, well so, some of my uh, older students uh, that are kind of starting to progress into like trainer roles. Uh, mm-hmm. They've worked for Ring of Honor. Uh, Eli Iceman, uh, Ryan Mooney, who is Ryan Nova at ROH. Uh, okay, nice. Both of them, they they've been with, with me since the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. They you know. They were both under ROH contract as well, and they uh, we got to do some cool stuff. Like we got to walk down the ramp at Madison Square Garden together, which was super cool. Like <laughs> me and me and two kids that I trained, you know, all like, mm-hmm. group together, walk doing that. Uh, uh, we got a uh, Vita Von Starr, who was also in Ring of Honor. She's with the uh, the Righteous with uh, Vincent's group, and uh, Damaris uh, Damaris Dawkins as well. She did a couple of Ring of Honor things, and then we just got like a couple of like kids that like have been training like uh, like three or four months that like people don't even know yet, but I think they're gonna like start doing some really cool stuff. Uh, and a couple of kids that have come over from like other schools, like uh, you know, ironically, uh, being cha- trained by Cheeseburger, we have this kid uh, named Pancakes who uh, trains with us now. <laughs> who was mm-hmm. uh, originally uh, from uh, Chikara, and now he's been training with me for the past uh, like year, year and a half. And he's making a uh, making great progression as well. Awesome. Well, that's that's very cool. It sounds like you got a really good crew kind of over there at the Worldwide Dojo getting everything. Mm-hmm getting mm-hmm. everything ready for the future of wrestling because it's like we said the wrestling world is 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 kind of moving uh pretty crazily <laughs> yeah. i mean hell it's this fast re- it's so dude it's so fast like i have to that i keep joking about the fact that i have to i have to keep up with it so that everyone else kind of can can live their lives you know i had to, <laughs> I had to go get fresh air today to remind myself that the world is still here but uh yeah, yeah it does it, it really does seem like this ring of honor news has just kind of it it's it snowballed all of a sudden because it started as the hiatus and everyone was i think excited for for super card of honor and now you've got tony khan not only he's he's not only owning it he's owning it in a separate entity from aew and so it it seems like it's going to be uh it seems like it, it is still going to be its own thing it sounds like he believes in it I, one of the direct quotes i have from the um the press scrum is that he he feels like there needs to be a ring of honor oh um, absolutely yeah, and like I, I was kind of hoping you could you could kind of expand on that because like what do you think Ring of Honor has really meant 
in the especially the past like the past like decade of of wrestling because we are we are now at the point where however ring of honor comes back in april it's not it doesn't feel like it's going to be the same company that it was since uh since 2002 like i i trust a lot of the people involved to make it something interesting but it's this is this is a sea change this is very much a uh a before and an after and so especially with the past like 10 years what do you think ring of honor's kind of legacy is it's like yeah like at, at the at final battle we we were kind of like hyping it up it's like the end of an era and it mm-hmm. truly was and ring of honor legitimately that's not just like like it's one of if not the most influential company of like the last like decade um you look at so many people that have had uh you like let's take for example uh you know top people in AEW up and down the card you know mm-hmm. how many of those people like had a stint in ring of honor got their start in ring of honor uh you look at, you know, up and down like a WrestleMania card, like how many of those people that are like big names in WWE, like had their like footing like uh, Ring of Honor, you know, like Rollins, like uh, Owens, like Cesaro, like people like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, you look at Mox, uh, not Moxley, I'm sorry. Um, you look at like the Bucks and like Hangman and uh, even like, you know, Cody, mm-hmm. uh, like all those guys, like even people like, uh, like, like Wheeler Yuta, you know, he had like, he had that like, short run in roh and like got like a lot of like buzz from that like you Mm -hmm. know that progressed to different opportunities so it's like so many people have come through those doors of like ring of honor and whether it's for a short time or like a long time i feel like for the most part every single person has a really positive like experience from that Mm -hmm. yeah and it's it does look and you know we there is some there is always going to be some wild speculation going on when we're we're talking this stuff because it's all it's all in the ether it's all in the clouds it's it's all very hard to to pin down but it does sound like tony khan wants to keep ring of honor in the the position that it's been the past 10 years of where what was i i I can't remember the exact name they had but it was like uh, like legacies or legends are born here or something along those lines Mm -hmm. where they had eventually they they made it the company line that look you a lot of these guys are going to go on to wwe they're going to go on to to other places but you're going to see them here first and it sounds like he kind of wants to to keep that mentality of like if you're you're going to see someone even once tony khan starts ring of honor back up it sounds like you're more likely to see someone in ring of honor first before (laughs) you see them um in in aew uh, mm-hmm. and, and so what, but what do you kind of think, uh, do, I, I, I don't want, I don't want to put you too much on the spot, but do you kind of, what do you think of, of Tony Khan specifically being the guy to, to kind of take over ring of honor? Cause he's a unique figure. Like it's, this mm-hmm. isn't, this isn't Vince. This isn't, uh, <laughs> you know, this isn't, this isn't some nameless conglomerate buying buying a bunch of media. What do you think of, of Tony Khan taking the reins? Uh, so like I, my, myself, I've never personally met Tony, but, yeah. uh, everyone that I know that works there has nothing but good things to say about them. And not just in a, like, Oh, I have to say like good things about about him because he's my boss, but in the, in a legitimate, like I like working for this person. Like he is a good boss to have like type of way. Um, Like everyone, like I, everyone has like super positive things to say about. And you can tell about interviews and just like when he talks about wrestling, like his passion for wrestling, like that's real. Like you can, you can tell when someone really has a passion for wrestling and really cares and he even talked about growing up watching Ring of Honor, being a fan of Ring of Honor, uh, which is kind of like just insane to say. Like he like grew up as a fan of Ring of Honor, started a competitor of Ring of Honor, and then now owns Ring of Honor. Yeah. Uh, but 
I, I think he'll, I think it's in good hands. I really do. Like, um, he's done. You know that guy on the train or on the bus who's having the most intimate personal conversation you've ever heard on speakerphone? Imagine being the guy who's on the phone with that guy. The guy who's on the phone and doesn't even realize that all of this personal, sensitive information that you're giving your buddy is out there in the ether for everyone within hearing distance to hear. ExpressVPN wants to make sure that you're not that guy. And that's why I use ExpressVPN. So you see, internet service providers, they know every website you visit. And in the US, that means they can legally sell that information to ad companies, tech giants, whoever, and then they can just use that data to target you. I don't want to be targeted. You don't want to be targeted. And so ExpressVPN creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between the internet and your device so that people can't start looking in on your online activity. You can be safe, you can be secure, and it's easy. All you gotta do is fire up the app and click one button and boom, you're surfing the web safely. It works on phones, it works on laptops, even works on routers so that way everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. Dang, Ross, no wonder it's rated number one by Business Insider and The Verge. You know, I've been using ExpressVPN and uh, I, I haven't even been hacked at all. I feel safe and I feel, most importantly, secure. So that's why you should secure your online activity today. ExpressVPN.com slash Tom and get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's ExpressVPN.com slash Tom. ExpressVPN.com slash T-A-M-A. fantastic job with aw uh i think that footage of roh even if they like didn't run the company as its own separate thing just that footage of roh being able to be broadcast whether it's like uh, a live streaming service or however they do it mm -hmm. uh the fact that that footage from roh can reach a bigger audience is like super like i think that's like the coolest part of this whole thing yeah, like they're you might it's it look with it's all still speculation. You might be on HBO Max by the end of this year. Who knows? I mean, if, hey, they might see they might see me up there. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it, anything. Hey, anything is possible right now. It's 2022, and the wrestling world does not seem to have a lot of of rules and borders to it at the moment. It's a lot of it's not even forbidden doors. It's a lot of bead, beaded curtains right now, and so I'm I'm very interested to see where the year goes but it's it like we said earlier you're not just uh working for ring of honor you're not just doing the worldwide dojo thing you're also working over with WrestlePro, and not not just WrestlePro in new jersey but WrestlePro oh, taking things out to alaska <laughs> so you've been you have been up in the 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 the, the great wild north the, the 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 great wilderness what First of all, how how did the uh, how did the the Wrestle Pro Alaska shows kind of come to you? Who brought to you the idea of hey, you want to go to Alaska? Well, uh, I've been uh, really good friends with uh, LSG. Like uh, we yep. wrestled a ton in, in Ring of Honor, and uh, we uh, we ended up somehow becoming a, a random tag team for Wrestle Pro as well. But uh, that kind of pro uh, progressed in, uh, very well. But um, this is kind of, this is like a really weird story. But like yeah, go for Doran, it. During the pandemic, everyone was really bored just sitting at home. So people just started going live on Instagram like every day. Mm -hmm. um, one of the people that would go live would be uh, the promoter of Russell Pro and uh, Russell Pro Alaska, uh, Kevin Matthews. Uh, he was got uh, KM and uh, Impact. Yep. And I would just go hang out in his like live sometimes. And they were just like <laughs> super fun and like really funny. Uh, he, he was just bored, so he just going live on Instagram like every single night. <laughs> I re I remember that because it was like it was the same time that like Versus was popping up and stuff. Like Instagram yeah. Live had a serious moment at the beginning of the pandemic. So that's it, that's where the Alaska stuff popped up. <laughs> it, it started with um Janela's going like Janela was going live like every okay. day. 
and yep. he would just bring on like random guests and it was like a whole thing it was like the best time during the pandemic <laughs> like the first three months like joey janela got us all through the pandemic on instagram it was <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ke- uh, kevin matthews started going live with like joey sometimes and he'd go live on his own and then uh, we just started became friends through live he's just like Hey, like we never really, like we never really, like met before. We were just like talking one day. He's like, "Hey, you want to come to Alaska?" I'm like, I'm sure. <laughs> and like, yeah, it was just like he just like became friends. He was like, "Hey, you want to do this booking in Alaska?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, of course I'll do Alaska." <laughs> um, so that progressed. So I did my first trip of April of last year. I did three tours last year. I did one in April, okay. one in August, and one in uh, December. Uh, as you can imagine, they got each one got significantly colder. Um, I, I was gonna say that does not sound like the the. Sounds like the the doldrums by by the time you get to to December. The, there. the the misconception I will say people have about Alaska is that's cold all the time, which is not true. Because in Anchorage, okay. when we went in April and August, it was legit like hoodie weather. It was like almost like New Jersey. It was actually like not bad. Okay. Um, December was when it was like really like cold, but in April and August, it actually like like warm like some of the time. Like and just like you know, we might need like a little like jacket or something like that. December, uh, it was like really bad, um, but. In April, we did five shows. We did two in um, Soldana, which is, uh, I believe, like two or three hours south of uh, Anchorage. Okay. Uh, w- uh, two in Palmer, which is like the next town over from Anchorage. And then uh, we did one in uh, Fairbanks, which is eight hours up north from Anchorage. And that was like right after a blizzard had happened. So an eight-hour drive to Anchorage and Fairbanks up north ended up taking 11 hours. And we were in like below zero, like weather pushing a, a car out the uh I got stuck in the snow. What's what's going through your mind when you're driving through an Alaska blizzard? Like I, because I, in hell, I'm I'm from upstate New York, and I'm still like that sounds like an intense time. So I can only I can only imagine what a lot of folks would would say to to those Alaskan road. I mean, you're doing ice road trucker stuff. It sounds like they've got you on the yeah. It was. Am I? I'm not. I'm not wrong. They. they it's like the ice road trucker kind of uh, route that they've got. There, you're 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 going across the 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 winter passes. It, man, it was it was really bad. It was like uh, you could barely see like two feet in front of you. Like we were going maybe like five miles at the most. Again, Oof. like you know, what's supposed to take like an eight hour drive ended up taking eleven hours. Um, when we stopped at like a gas station, like so many like car like small. We had like kind of like an SUV, but like so many small cars just getting stuck at the gas station because the snow was so packed on. Like yeah. we were having like before we left the gas station, we were having to like push cars like out of the snow just to, like help them out. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but it was, we we got there safely, and it, uh, it was a fun time. I got to see some awesome stuff. Like I got to see some cool stuff up there. The people were super nice, super friendly. Uh, the fans were amazing out there, uh, especially like they don't really get wrestling out there. There's like companies there was like one at, at for a longest time there's like kind of two but they don't run like super often but every time we come up they're super uh super fun to be around uh they mm-hmm. love seeing us they love supporting us uh they they uh one of the last places i still wrestle is cheeseburger is in alaska because the fans love it there so much so i, I always <laughs> say like cheese the cheeseburger character just like lives in alaska now cheeseburger is exclusive to alaska now, there you go if you want to yeah. if you want to see cheeseburger everyone you can still he still lives on up in the alaskan wilderness tell your friends tell your family uh otherwise you're gonna have to come see world C- world famous cb uh neither uh I'm, I'm not gonna sneeze at neither i'm not gonna lie uh and then uh let's but with if there's one thing i do know about uh alaska like most because like i said i'm from upstate new york but wilderness country has some wild uh wild cuisine to it i don't know what oh, they yeah. speci- i don't know what they specifically have in alaska but i have to believe they've got whether it's venison or some kind oh. of big game did they have you eaten any kind of strange meats up there in alaska 
favorite thing I ate up there. Um, and they had a, there's like this, this awesome, like, uh, like small, like local restaurant Anchorage called, if you ever go to Anchorage, it's called Gwinnies. Uh, it's really okay. good. Um, they have a, a couple, a lot of restaurants there have it, but I, I like going to Gwinnies. It, tastes really good there but they have a reindeer sausage reindeer it's, sausage yes 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 it's it's <laughs> dude it's 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 amazing it's better than any like like any sausage like you've ever eaten like it's it's better than that i'm not exaggerating like reindeer I, sausage is like the truth right look okay. i've i've eaten gator so i'll eat anything once but like man it's reindeer good, man. sausage I'll, it's yeah good. i'll have to try I, that it, out what what's the closest like you could compare reindeer sausage to like if you had to compare it to, to something else Oh man, uh, it's a hard there's, comparison. There's it's people not in like the, gamey. It's like very lean. I was gonna say there's people in the 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 Twitch chat right now popping up like, yeah, dude, reindeer's good as hell. Like you're getting, oh, uh, it's, it's I'm I I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look for it now. Like I don't know, I'm, I don't know how easy it'll be to find in Chicago, but you've you've uh, got me you've got me intrigued. So reindeer sausage at Gwinnie's in in uh, and you said Anchorage, Anchorage right? Okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I, I quick side note uh, and. Uh, Tom, Tom will know all about this, but uh, the, one of the weirdest things I ate in one of my tours of Japan, uh, it's like this happened like twice. Uh, I think I sponsors, know exactly what you're going to say. I, yep, go for it. Oh, uh, uh, I ate uh, raw horse at uh, one of the uh, sponsor dinners. That, that one was that one was trippy. Oh, <laughs> that, yep. that, that, that might have been the weirdest thing I ate. Yep, no, Tom has definitely told us about the horse meat. Uh, I think I think he said it was I think it was Fale that entered. I can't remember. I don't want to I don't uh, want to put words in his mouth, but yeah. like, yeah, it was. He's definitely told us uh, on this podcast about the horse meat before, which is also one that, like, yeah, I'll, you know what? I will, I will try some horse meat. Uh, why, why the hell not? Um, but man, yeah, we're talking. Let's see, we're got some people in the chat talking. They got have had alligator. They've had kangaroo. Yes, kangaroo is 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 oh, damn good. I've heard, kangaroo, I've heard it's good. Yeah, it's, one of my it's, Australian friends likes it. It's lean, you know. It's not. It's it's very. Um, I, that's one where I don't even know what you could compare it to, but there, there you have it, folks. Reindeer sausage at Gwinnies. Go get yourself a plate. Uh, it is. It, it sounds like it's it's fueling everyone up there. Because uh, yeah, I, was, I remember seeing something along the lines of strange strange meats in Alaska. Uh, we are coming up uh, on the uh, the the one thirty hour here, so. I do want to I do want to kind of bring this this full circle because like we said we're we're kind of hitting hitting this point with Ring of Honor where there's going to be a before and there's going to be an after and so I kind of want to I want to give you a chance to like like really really take some of those really go not go down memory lane so much but like what who was like one person whether it's an opponent whether it's a partner who you just knew that if you were going to be sharing a ring with them in at a ring of honor show it was going to be just just magic i mean you're you're allowed to do the cop-out answer of everyone but i'm i'm going to make you be specific oh uh, man there's a there's a couple there's, a, there's some there's some special matches there uh like i would say like some of my favorite opponents there uh will ferrara was like Ooh, you know, okay. he's my, my he's my he's my tag partner for so long and then we got to do this like this blood feud and that was like one of the first like like real like like hard hitting like feuds like I ever had in like Ring of Honor and then mm -hmm. uh the I got to share the ring with him on the uh the the last like the last show Ring of Honor had like the final battle free show we, we were like hey we're gonna start the match you know like we're gonna just like shake hands this is a lot one last hurrah and we like just got to wrestle and then 
Uh, we didn't even plan this. We were because we were both trained by Delirious, and uh, we always like we always like have green uh, and black like as a tribute to him. And like I just like I was like you know I'm just gonna bring my old green and black gear today because it's gonna be like the last time I'm gonna like probably wear this. And he mm-hmm. wore his green and black gear, so it was like kind of a special moment too uh, because we both were representing our trainer as we got to do this last match. Uh, um, so Will Ferrara, uh, Silas Young, me and Silas had some of my favorite matches. Uh, Rhett Titus as well. Uh, those would be like probably my top three. And there's like you know so many like great people. Uh, like, you know, even like the Briscoes uh, a few times, I got to share the ring with them as well. Uh, they're always like just so freaking good. Yeah. Uh, there, there's so many, but those like the first like few that like pop into my head. Oh yeah, no. And th- those are some, those are some good names. I mean, Silas Young, good, good dude. And I mean, let's, let's, I mean, since, since we're, since we're going for the nostalgia, let's really, let's, let's really celebrate the fact that Rhett Titus got to end that, that ROH, that final yeah. battle show with the title. I mean, that really, that warmed my heart. Cause I remember, I remember uh, Rhett oh, Titus. Man. I remember Rhett Titus all the way in that, remember that documentary card subject to change. Like he's been, this is a oh, guy who yeah, has yeah. been, he's been scrapping forever. It was real good to see him get that, get that moment. That was like, that was like one of the biggest pops in like at Gorilla and like in the locker room, like I ever here. Cause like, uh, like no one, like no one knew it was coming, and we we see Rhett get the victory. We're just like we all are sitting back watching the mob. We just all start freaking out. We're like, yes, yes, yes. And we like you know give them big hugs and everything. Like you know, mm-hmm. Rhett was like one of the dudes that I you know met when I first started training at, at ROH, and he became one of my uh, best friends in wrestling, uh, and became kind of like a mentor to me, like guiding guiding me through like everything, like uh, and just to see him like grind for so long and like really get that like recognition and the crowd chanting. You deserve it was like the best part of like the whole thing so oh, I'm, I'm super happy bro that's fantastic that yeah no it was i i i liked that final battle show i think y'all i think y'all really really sent everyone home with with some good memories for for the past 20 years and uh i'm 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 curious to see where everything goes from here whether it's ring of honor whether it's worldwide or whether it's just uh, the mm-hmm. whether it's more alaska trips i'm interested to see what happens for world famous cb before we before we call it a day here, where can people find you online if you want them to find you? I don't I don't make people <laughs> I don't make people put that out there, but if you want to, where can people find you? Uh, okay, I got a couple couple of things. Uh, Twitter, you can find me at cheeseburger roh. Uh, I refuse to change it because I don't want to lose my verification. Uh, I, don't, so I don't think to, I don't think Tony Khan's gonna make you change it. He's not, I like I, he strikes me as the kind of guy who'll be okay with it. <laughs> uh, just a side note, uh, the funniest tweet I saw when like the, the roh sale was announced, and I, I didn't think about it to the person tweeted, but oh, like Tony Deppin was uh, he tweeted. Hey, like Tony Khan, please don't cancel my free honor club subscription. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, I use that honor club subscription a lot. I was like, I hope that's like, yeah, it's like no. transferred over. It's like still a thing because I, I need that honor club subscription. Oh no, you dude, you're preaching to the choir on that. Like there were even there were people in the press scrum being like, hey Tony, so the the honor club's gonna be a thing, right? Like we. <laughs> kind of like don't get me wrong we'd like more on there but yeah, it's a good start. Yeah. Like, this is this is this is good don't don't fix what's not broken um i, I, I remember cody talking about i think when he left WWE, they like canceled his free network subscription <laughs> yep that makes sense oh boy there uh, they are that's petty and vindictive <laughs> um yeah cheese cheeseburger roh on uh twitter uh, uh at the world famous cd on uh instagram and if you're interested in like becoming a professional wrestler, you can uh, follow my school and like follow. Some, we post some cool stuff on our uh, pages uh, at Worldwide Dojo on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and our YouTube channel, which is starting to get some of our uh, student uh, exhibition matches posted. Uh, that's uh, at Worldwide Dojo on uh, YouTube. So uh, if you want to become a professional wrestler, you're in the Northeast. Uh, we're located in Bristol, Pennsylvania. Uh, send me an email. Come check out the school. Come check out the class. And, uh, go from there. But yeah, those are awesome. uh, those are all my plugs. 
Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much, CB, for coming on the island, giving us a good, a feel good half hour in the midst of all this chaos on Thomas Island, because we're, we're just sitting around trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And so it was, it was <laughs> nice to, it was nice to not have to, you know, worry for 30 minutes. Thank you again. No, and, yeah, thank you for having me. And thank you again to everyone uh, on on uh, twitch.tv slash Thomas Island for watching the, the live recording of this, whether you're a Patreon subscriber over at patreon.com backslash Thomas Island or whether you're listening to this on your favorite podcasting feed. We thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back uh, next week, same Thomas Island time, same Thomas Island place. Till then, please take care of yourselves. Please take care of each other and uh, enjoy your time. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun Series, weekly happy hour Zoom calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.